Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. When the conflagration that became the financial crisis began more than 10 years ago, Ben Bernanke, Hank Paulson and Tim Geithner didn't know each other well at all. But the crisis demanded they come together. Bernanke is Fed chair, Paulson is Bush's Treasury Secretary, and Geithner as Obama's. And together they put out that fire. They've now written a book about their experiences called Firefighting, The Financial Crisis and Its Lessons. And they joined me for an exclusive interview. Gentlemen, pleasure to have you on. Um, Tim, one of the things you write in the book that is most worrying is were another crisis to happen, and we know that these kind of crises happen in the history of capitalism periodically, um, the United States government collectively does no longer have the tools to do the kind of rescue that you guys did uh, 10 years ago. We're in better shape in many ways in the sense that the financial system is more stable and the post-crisis reforms are much tougher and apply to a much broader share of the system. And if those are protected and not eroded or weakened over time, that'll buy us a measure of stability. But it is true that we, if we go into another crisis, we will not have the things any country has to use and we had to use in 08 and 09 to protect the country from a panic in the Great Depression. Those uh, were either expired or were taken away by the Congress in the you know, understandable, inevitable anger that, uh, that followed the crisis. Um, ben, what about the argument people make that we're out of am- ammunition at this point? That in a sense, you used up so much of the ammunition fighting the Great Recession. You lowered rates, you, you bought all this, uh, uh, this paper that now sits on the Fed's balance sheet, that if there were another bad recession, the rates can't go down as rapidly, you can't accumulate much more on the Fed's balance sheet. Is that true? Are we out of ammunition? Well, well first, we didn't use up the ammunition. I mean, the, the Fed has raised interest rates back to a level which is more or less neutral, that is neither expansionary nor contractionary. And the balance sheet, the quantitative easing, has been significantly reversed. So we're kind of back to where you know, we were, in a sense, but we're also in a world where interest rates generally, not just because of what central banks are doing, but interest rates generally are quite low around the world, which means that there's not much room to cut. We have more than other countries. In Europe and Japan, interest rates are still at zero. In the United States, short-term rates are above two. So we have a bit more room, but, but not as much as in the past. You were the CEO of Goldman Sachs. Um, do you think bankers should have been held more responsible for what was ultimately the result of the responsibility of the private sector. Banks lent in a way that was hazardous. Why, why did bankers not have to pay a price for that? Well, first of all, uh, you know, I, I saw egregious behaviors on Wall Street. So there were some t- terrible behaviors. I, I saw big mistakes on the part of regulators, flawed government policies. There, there, mistakes were made by, by a lot of people. As a matter of fact, the biggest mistake in the, it was the United States government not uh, 
not making sure that we had a regulatory system that kept up with the financial system. I, I thought the thing that bothered me the most was the bonuses that were paid after everything the United States government did. But I will say that in terms of the things that the three of us did, when we stepped in and when we nationalized, you know, Fannie and Freddie, uh, when we nationalized AIG, you, you saw, you know, CEOs fired, you saw golden parachutes uh, taken away. But you're darn right, people are angry. And I think the biggest reason they're angry is in America, if we work hard and we succeed, people expect there to be rewards. And when you fail, they expect you to fail. And they don't expect the government to come in and rescue. And we weren't trying to rescue Wall Street. You know, you had to, to deal with this. this There's so much concentration to deal with a problem. We had to go to the source. And what we did is we put a tourniquet to stop the bleeding. But, you know, that uh, because if we hadn't done that, if we hadn't stopped the collapse, many, many Americans would have been would have been hurt. Um, Tim, you've said um, before, uh, and it's a great line, we saved the economy, but we lost the country. Explain what you mean. The, the tragic thing about financial crises and the reason why they're so damaging is that most people look at the fire and they think the fire is just. And the right thing to do is to let it burn because that's the fairest way to make sure that people who lent too much money or took advantage of people bear the consequences of those choices. But in a serious financial crisis, that basic instinct is deeply unjust, meaning it, leaves, it would leave you with the risk of you know, panics leading to Great Depressions like we saw, like we saw in the Great Depression itself. When you act aggressively, as we did ultimately, when Congress gave us authority, we're doing things that are absolutely essential to prevent mass unemployment and a decade of lost growth, but they are precisely what fears, what feels scariest and most unfair to people because there's a lot of unworthy you know, beneficiaries of those. Because you're rewarding the very people who are seen as the arsonists. Yeah, the fear is sense. you're rewarding, you, you look like you're rewarding the arsonist, but what you're doing is not for the arsonist, not to protect the arsonist, you're trying to protect people who were fundamentally innocent of most of the causes of the crisis, but would bear most of the consequences of a, of a panic and a depression. Next on GPS, what are the risks looming ahead? A deepening trade war with China? Another recession? A stock market crash? I ask my financial trinity. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, host of the Chasing Life podcast. In honor of our 10th season, we want to hear from you. Leave us a message at 470-396-0832 and tell us how you chase life. It could be used on an upcoming episode.